Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is ghosting. Why'd they do it? Let's find out. Hey, hey, friends, I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kind of Dating. In advance, if you like what you hear in this episode, please give us a five-star review wherever you hear the app. We're also on YouTube, so press subscribe in the subscribe. Guys, I can't even speak anymore. Press subscribe in the subscribe button below. Uh, Follow us on social media. We're at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. That said, I have a shout out today to Sniper1987, who said, This has become my new favorite podcast to listen to on my way to work. Natasha has put herself out there using her own experiences, tragedies, and successes alike, and turning them into funny, relatable, and informative dating advice. Can't wait to hear more. Yay, I'm glad that my pain gives everybody else solace. (laughs) Um, I'm kidding. Thank you so much, Sniper1987. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, We love hearing from you guys, so please keep the ratings and reviews coming. Uh, Let's get into it, because I'm very excited about today and our guest. Uh, I mean... The the list is very long, and I'm going to start going through it. He's a happiness coach and author of Happiness from the Inside Out, The Art and Science of Fulfillment. He's also a celebrity dating coach on E's Famously Single. He's been endorsed by Oprah and Vanessa Williams, and he's co-host of the Man Whisper podcast with our good friend Laurel House. Welcome, Rob Mack. Thanks so much for having me. Dude, this is awesome. Your name Mack is like it is. It, 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 trust me, when I was like young, it was always a problem because when I was like meeting girls, they'd be like, "Is that really your name?" Yeah, right. I'm like, no, it really is. But you know, people don't use the word Mack anymore they the way they it. used to. But back in the day, guys, it was for a thing. Our, our young yeah. little Gen Zers who are listening on YouTube, Mack used to be like, like he was, you know, exactly. You were that was the, the, thing. the player, yeah. like the, the the guy who's putting them. <laughs> so that's so funny dating that that's like, right yeah, yeah, that that's like your. <laughs> actual name i don't know what you're talking about i'm turned 18 yesterday so 21 so okay. <laughs> barely older than you <laughs> um we ask every guest single or in a relationship oh single baby single ready to mingle love and mingle yeah i love being single <laughs> and, right it's the best thing i mean i love my freedom i think that's it i know so i love being in relationships too but i just love being single i get that yeah. you gotta you gotta love your alone time yeah before you meet somebody sh- else oh, which matters oh, a lot natasha say it again yeah say it again you gotta live <laughs> right you do though it's true no it's true if you don't love your aloneness how can you you know why would you want to invite someone into that that's yeah. just inviting them into misery. Jenna's nodding. She's like, "Yep, I completely agree." <laughs> um, it's like, been there, done that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Actually, we were, we we just did an episode on love addiction, which is like sort of the opposite of that of the people who try to find it. Yeah. Um, like their fulfillment or whatever, always on the outside because they don't like being alone. Yeah. And it's that's problematic, tough. right? I think, that, and I would say that there are probably a lot more folks that are love addicted. Oh yeah. Than they realize. Than we than we realize. Oh right? yeah. For sure. Like no question about I it. I was. I used to be. I could say you? that. Oh yeah. What was that like? No, I don't think it's like. I think when we talked about it with Doctor Eris, it wasn't like uh, what I thought it would be, which is you know this like, oh my god, I totally want a relationship, but. When you think about the things that people do for relationships and to stay in it and and to, you know, I mean, yeah, there was a time that I was scared to be alone and or I just like moved from Canada to New York and I was lonely and I ended up in a shitty relationship because 
I didn't want to be alone. Yeah. And so, like, that technically is sort of love addiction. Oh, totally. Totally. It's, I, and I would, that's a great way of putting it, actually. I think anytime you're coming from a place of, like, deep emptiness mm-hmm. and unhappiness and you go out into the marketplace of the world, like, looking for something to fill that up, yeah. that is a, a type of addiction, right? Totally. So, like, and that, I think we've all experienced that one form or another, whether it's relationships, whether it's money, fame, mm-hmm. whatever it is that we're looking for in the world, by and large, it's, gen- I think, generally something that should come from you first. So yeah. for me, like when I've been happy, I've been less interested in what's going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. So to speak, right? yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, so we're talking about ghosting today. Uh-oh. Ghosting. You mm. know that there are all these like cool terms <laughs> now. There's uh there's orbiting. Orbiting. Which is like you're not uh you're not together, you're you're not like whatever, but but people are orbiting each other's like social media. Oh. So they're like in your your world but not in your world. So it's like a stalker but not really. Yeah. Okay. There's the slow fade. The slow fade. What's the slow? F- I've gotten fades on the side. But I don't know a slow fade. That's <laughs> the a whole slow fade is like when it's not working out and you slowly start oh. decreasing contact okay. or whatever right. it is. I call that letting it die a natural death. Yes. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> basically. Correct. And then there's yeah. ghosting where you're like, bye. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I love Urban Dictionary. It's great. Um, for their definitions of everything. So I had to look up what ghosting was for Urban Dictionary. And it says, the act of suddenly ceasing all communication with someone, the subject, uh, the, with someone the subject is dating but no longer wishes to date. This is done in hopes that the ghostee will just get the hint <laughs> and leave the subject alone, yeah. as opposed to the subject simply telling them that he or she is no longer interested. Ghosting is not specific to a certain gender and is closely related to the subject's maturity and communication skills. I wow. love Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Uh, many attempt to justify ghosting as a way to cease dating the ghostie without for hurting their feelings, but it is in fact, but it in fact proves the subject is thinking more of themselves it, as ghosting often creates more confusion for the ghostie than if the subject kindly stated how he or she feels. This definition of ghosting says more about the person who wrote this definition than yeah. it does anything, I think, it was right? very, very detailed. Yeah, and it, yeah, of course, it was imbued yeah. with lots of judgment, but yeah. put that aside. I mean, I, I think, I, how do you feel about just about, about ghosting? Because I have my own thoughts. Um, I have ghosted people. Yeah. So, so I, I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that said, I have always talked about myself as being sort of like I try to reform myself and and it's happened to me it's happened to me but yeah and it and I've done it to others um not a lot but I I have done it often it sucks (laughs) often yeah it it sucks it it sucks does it yeah I I don't you know I'll be honest I'm sure I've had it done I'm sure and I'm sure I've done it and I know I've done it but it doesn't it's never been one of those things that's really been on my radar I'm like oh they're just I don't. I haven't heard from them, or they yeah. haven't heard from me. And to be honest with you, I think there are a lot worse forms of like separating from someone mm-hmm. that are like a way more painful and harmful and hurtful. Yeah. Than just then not being around anymore. Like yeah. that's never hurt my feelings. I'm like, oh, someone's not responding. Okay, yeah. it's been a while. Well, I yeah. don't care. They're off my radar too. Like it, out of mind, sort of, or out of sight, out of mind, kind of thing. I think that I think there is a time, and I was going to actually ask you this question later, but let's get to it now. Do you think that there's ever time that ghosting's okay? Of course. Oh, my gosh. Like, exactly. great, question, great, great question. Like, I think the reasons that people ghost each other are, like, infinite. Honestly, yeah. God. I mean, people lose family members. They go bankrupt. They mm-hmm. lose jobs. Or maybe they get a job. Maybe yeah. they get a promotion. Maybe they have a baby. I mean, all kinds. Of, there yeah, are yeah. countless reasons why people could suddenly, like, be off the radar. Yeah. And usually our first assumption is that it has something to do with us. And we personalize it. And mm-hmm. that's part of the problem. Like, personalizing. Yeah. 
Well, and also, I mean, I think that like ghosting, it sucks for people. I, I, I completely understand. It's like a very common problem. A lot of people have asked me to do this episode because they were like, fuck, why do people ghost? Yeah. And and I always ask people, I'm like, well, when did they ghost you? If it's like anything, <laughs> like a month, month and a half yeah. less, why do you give a fuck? Can barely even call it ghosting. Why do you give a fuck? <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm, and when, when I break it down to people, then yeah. I'm like, all right, so you went on four dates. You know this person four hours of your entire life. Oh, my God, totally. And you're getting that upset that they disappeared from your life. Totally. Like, what does that say? It's true. And about? I'd rather someone ghost me than say, oh, you know what, Rob, you just suck. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't care. And on top of that, like, here's the challenge. I think part of the challenge with me is, like, I'm always wearing a psychology hat. Mm-hmm. And I know how full of thoughts people's minds are. And so when you're sitting on the other side of the table and first of all, you're not even aware of your own thoughts and your own feelings. And you're trying to get in somebody else's mm-hmm. mind who also isn't aware of their own thoughts and feelings. Totally. Like, forget about it. Like, we're going to try to get to the end of this ghosting thing. Like, what's the cause of this ghosting thing? Yeah. It's endless. You could spend years, honestly, in therapy with that person Correct. trying to get to the bottom of it, and you never will. Yeah. So, well, that's what I was going to ask is, like, so why why does ghosting hurt so much for people? And I think it's a big thing is that. It's like they get, like, that lack of closure where you're trying to figure out what did I do? And people tend totally. to personalize. Like oh my you God, said. you nailed it. Yeah. Like we outsource so much of our peace, love and happiness to other people and mm-hmm. other things. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah. So like if I get, let's say that I get ghosted, like my knee jerk reaction 10 years ago would have been, Oh my God, what did I do wrong? Like I should find out it's the same way you don't, you know, get called back after an interview or something yeah, yeah. or after an audition. It's like, what did I do wrong? I didn't, yeah. I wasn't right. That was 10 years ago. That gets exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you get older, totally. you get busier. And so I began realizing like, First of all, I've done that to people. They've done that to me. I couldn't never get to the bottom of it. Even if they told me the reason, that may not actually be the real reason. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So now the way I think about it is, first of all, people are extremely busy. People are extremely stressed. They're unhappy. Mm-hmm. They're not, they've got a billion things going on. If they don't happen to get back to me ever, I can consider myself in some ways saved. Yeah. I mean, I really do feel that I've been saved in some such situations. Completely. If a person is that stressed out or they feel that uncomfortable with our, that's okay. Or they're yeah. that busy. I don't want them to reach out. What, out of charity? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I think that even when um, when people do, like like you said, go, sometimes it can also be for safety reasons. Like, oh gosh, I've ghosted no. dudes and people don't accept that they're, like, the relationship has ended or right. something oh, has, yeah. you know, then they, like, people get into a whole fucking... I tried once and, and um, this, as recent as what, this was a few months ago... I went on a one date with some guy, Lo- a lovely person, not, nothing bad about him. I just like didn't didn't vibe yeah. at all and uh, told him the very next day that like, hey, nice meeting you. Yeah. Didn't vibe. He like wouldn't let it end. Oh, no. He like texted me. He called me, called me several times. And then finally, when I, I was like, all right, like, let me be a grown up, which I really don't feel like I have to have this talk with you after yeah. one date, but OK. And he was like. I really, 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 really feel like we connected. Please, please, please give me one more shot. Yeah. And I know that was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so and you I was just like, a guy or a girl, but. and I actually said, okay, because I was just like, dude, you're that like yeah. upset about it. I was like, what's another coffee? I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, let's, let's go. But it fizzled. <laughs> yeah. What's well, it's, it's <laughs> then so I sad. The, then the slow fade happened. And oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that in there. Slow fade. It's true. It's like, it, it's sad to me, honestly. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's like the very thing that you're looking for in the other person you've been sitting on your mm-hmm. entire life. Yeah. And the more you continue looking for it in the other person, the less you find it within yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the disturbing part. So this 
guy. Hopefully he didn't, but he probably then transferred all his thoughts and feelings and all that from you onto someone else yeah. and then someone else. And then hopefully one day he comes back home, yeah. quote unquote, and realizes that, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, see, great. Everybody wants to date Natasha. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. Fair enough. So but like nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, he will discover just as much peace, happiness and joy with you. Oh, yeah. Out, right? Completely. Um, I do think that there are times ghosting sucks. Yeah. When is like, when are it, those times? I mean, if somebody ghosts you and you've had a long relationship with yeah. them or, you know, you've been going out for a few months. Definitely you know what harder. I mean? Like then it is a shitty thing to do. Like somebody oh, sure. does like be a grown up, you know, and uh, take responsibility and. Yeah. I kind of step up. Totally know what you mean. I've had friends that like literally have like woken up one day and like the other person moved out all their stuff. Like they've yeah. been married or whatever. Yeah. And of course, it, and that's not. And not for a second do I want to say that's not increasingly difficult. That's way more. That's, yeah. And that being said, the same opportunity for peace, love, and joy is still there. It's yeah, not any I different, agree. right? Yeah. And, and I think part of the challenge with this, even with the conversation, is like, yes, in an ideal world, maybe people wouldn't ghost each other. They'd be completely honest with each other and all that. Maybe. I don't mm -hmm. know. But that's not going to happen anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And if you're waiting for somebody else to change so that you can yeah. be happy or you can be comfortable with the whole then that's a trap. That's yeah, the ultimate trap. So, um, yes, I, ideally, I guess, if you don't want people to ghost you i hope they don't yeah uh, but if they do see it as an opportunity to discover your own self-love yeah yes. so ghosting um i do have to share though like because i i did admit that i uh i ghosted somebody pretty recently not i guess not recently it was a year ago a year ago now which you know it happens it happens guys i'm not fucking perfect okay <laughs> um no i ghosted an ex of mine which was uh -huh. It's kind of crazy because, like, uh, I usually don't, like, I'm friendly with, with my exes, almost all of them. And um, and this one and I, like, went out and didn't think anything would happen. But, like, I we both just came out of stuff and we're both single at the same time. And shit happened. But to be honest with you, I totally didn't exactly want it to happen. Uh -huh. And then I'm sort of dudish. And so <laughs> I, uh, and but he knows that about me. And so I, like rolled out of bed at like 2 a.m. And I was like, ah, oh, I think I left my phone in the living room. And he's like, uh, okay. And I was like, I get my phone. I'm like, oh, shit, it's it's 2 a.m. Oh, you know, I got to wake up really early in the morning. I'm not a morning person. Yeah. He knows I'm not a morning person. <laughs> and so I was like, I got to get up. And he always used to wake up like way before me. So he'd be up at like 6.30. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I got to get up. He's like, I got to get up early. I'm like, yeah, I should still go. It's, I gotta get up earlier. Oh. And I knew that. He knew it was a lie. Yeah. And then I left and I just didn't yeah. message back. And like, and he and I, you know, have known each other for years and we've been friends for years. And I was like, ugh. Yeah. But I just really wasn't in a zone to discuss anything at the time. And then thankfully, a couple months later, when I decided to man up or woman up, I called him and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry that like I did that. And this is why. Yeah. And he again was like, I know you. It's fine. Like, yeah. whatever. Uh -huh. And he let it go. And we're we've been fine and friendly since then. Um, but I I want to ask, like, when you've done it, if you've yeah. done it, yeah. did, what were your reasons? Because for me, it mm. was I really didn't know how I felt at the time. And I was like, I just need to get out of this situation to like figure out what I'm feeling and I can't talk about it right now. And then Such I just bolted and wasn't yeah. ready to talk about well, it. Such a good point. Like, I think 
we often think of people being sort of very black and white in their thinking. Yeah. But actually, people's minds are a lot messier than that. Mm-hmm. And there are mixed feelings about lots of things. And so I, definitely people ghost each other, I think, for a lot more of those mixed sort of gray area reasons yeah. than they do for just black and white. You're like, I hate this person or they're ugly or whatever. It's totally. like very rarely that. Yeah. It's like, well, I've got this X in the background or I've got this other thing going on. and and Or maybe you just don't know how you feel at all about yeah. it. Yeah. Or you're going through rough phases in your totally. life. Like for me at that time, I was just like, I got, I right. just got shit going on and I, I just can't deal with this and I don't know how I feel and I don't have the mental capacity to try to figure it out. Oh right my gosh, now. totally. Now imagine if he had come at you right away and started sending you text messages and was oh, like, yeah. hey, what's wrong with you? Why yeah. did you just bounce on me? Blah, blah, blah. It would, you yeah. would have felt cornered. Yeah. Then you would have come up with a response. Yeah. may have not been the complete truth, mm-hmm. but something that would have let him stop texting yeah. you in that way, mm-hmm. right? And then, but you wouldn't have ended up with a clearer understanding of what have actually happened Completely. or a better understanding of yourself or any of that. Yeah. So like, I love his response, first of all. Like he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he was very kind. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was your takeaway from that for you? Is there, is there a takeaway? I mean, for me, I, I did realize that like, I try to stay as, as aware as I can of my feelings, yeah. but sometimes I'm a human and it happens. And so at that moment I was like, all right, you got to next time step up and yeah. not, even if, if something happened, yeah. I could have handled it better, Yeah, you know? And, um, and so now I try. Yeah. Now I try to only the only time that I don't try is if you're a fuck boy. I don't give a fuck about you. Why do you? Why do I owe you shit? I don't. You know what I mean? Like, and then half you're of them wild. are psychos. Like I, I don't, feel you on that. Yeah. yeah. I, I I mean that's why I, I I totally get it. I mean I think at the end of the day, if you're unclear about your thoughts, you're going to be unclear in your words. Yeah. So it's the, just that. I mean, at the end of the day, I think you take responsibility for what you think and you feel in your own actions and behavior mm-hmm. and you stay out of everybody else's business in terms of what they should think or feel yeah. or do period what, so like i don't worry about people ghosting me yeah. ideally like, i don't want to ghost people if it does because i don't want to make people feel bad yeah um and, and at the end of the day i know i'm sure i've done it i haven't thought about it like yeah. i've done it intentionally but i'm sure i've done it yeah when, when you've done it what yeah. were like some of your reasons some of my reasons i would say that um uh, first of all, maybe being very busy. Yeah. Um, there was a time where I was very unhappy too. Mm-hmm. So like my mind. Yeah, just wasn't that's in like it. a big one. Yeah. yeah. And um, I didn't even want to share that. I want to put mm-hmm. that out. Like I'm, I'm actually really super depressed and almost suicidal. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I haven't texted I, you back. Like, yeah. It's not you know. Um, what other reasons? I, I would say that um, guilt. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there are all kinds of reasons, and they often have more to do with you than it does the other person. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think it's like ninety. 98%. There are 2% yeah. where your people are psycho. Yeah, okay, fair and enough. And they're the reason that yeah, you Yeah, they deserve to be ghosted. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Yeah, 98%. 100%. Yeah. I've definitely gone through that yeah. where I was with a dude and, like, he was psycho. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, you're fucking insane. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And so I just ghosted him. He kept yeah. texting. I'm like, nah. Well, see, that's the thing because... And you nailed something, Natasha, because there's an entire spectrum, right? So there's an entire spectrum of what we can call mental health or mental illness. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of folks that may not be... That either are diagnosable or could be diagnosable that are somewhere near like not quite perfectly mentally healthy yeah okay that are borderlines or narcissists mm-hmm. or whatnot and your response or your text message your communication with mm-hmm. them at all positive and negative only fuels yeah. their interest in you yeah so i mean you could send them the most polite most loving most kind yeah. like reason and at the end of the day it's going to just fuel their narcissistic yeah so at the end of the, there are just certain exceptions to you know every rule. Yeah, That's why it's yeah. hard to say ghost, don't ghost. Don't, it's like yeah. you know what, just control your own thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. and behavior, and let everybody else worry about themselves. And I think you know, I always try to play devil's advocate yeah. for things, and I, I do. You know, people always blame the ghoster. Yes. Right. We're gonna go Urban Dictionary kind of here. <laughs> you add terms right now. We yeah we. Yeah. 
People blame the ghoster, but why did ghosting even exist in the first place? Mm. And it exists because people don't know how to accept change in terms of this relationship isn't working out. So people are trained to think that the other person, the ghostie, is going to have a fucking blowout, not accepted, go into a rage, go into a crying fit, beg them, do whatever that, you know. You're so right. So I'm like, you base, you blame people, but at the same time, like, are people who are being ghosted looking also, are we looking within to, like, what's our reaction? Oh, my gosh, you're totally right. They you play know? into each other, right? And, like, that's why, and that's, I think, a point that needs, like, underscored mm-hmm. is that at the end of the day, like, if you really don't want to be ghosted, the best thing you could possibly do is first, of course, love yourself. Yeah. But provide, like, a non-judgmental, like, safe space yeah. for the other person to share how they really think and feel. Yeah. Like, if, if you do that consistently, mm-hmm. the likelihood of you getting ghosted is going to continue going down. It's never going to go to zero. Yeah. Because people have their own things going on. Always. But if you can create a non-judgmental space for people where they feel heard and they feel seen and they feel yeah. accepted without judgment and without condemnation mm-hmm. and all that good stuff people have less interest in ghosting you because they know you're going to be cool with it. Totally. It's like they have no problem. People don't, I, I mean, I would say that I, I can't remember getting, I'm sure I've gotten ghosted lately. I don't remember. Yeah. But I would say that it's infinitely lower now than it was 10 years ago because I'm like, yo, I just accept for who they are. If you want to hang yeah. out, that's cool. I just want you to be happy. I don't care about you hanging yeah. out with me. Just be happy. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah, a happy yeah. world. We need as yeah. many happy people as we can possibly yeah. have. And if that means not hanging out with yeah. me, God bless. Mm-hmm. Jenna, Eric, y'all ever ghosted people? <laughs> he's like matter of fact oh, he's, think about he's like right well now. just now he's like I stopped talking to her but I know uh, Eric is in a very happy relationship yeah, exactly um, he goes to us just now he still sees wait what were your guys' reasons uh, most of mine were when I was younger so uh, and I did a lot of music so oh yeah uh, that was just like that kind of yeah but uh, as I look back it was probably mainly me but it's definitely you. Yeah, it's <laughs> Let's just be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you know, with the repetition of dating. Or, or oh, yeah. Be, yeah. You, you know where it's going to go. So that's, that, that's Oh, yeah. You, you can put people. Okay. So I, okay, this is really funny. I had a fight. Well, not a fight. I had a debate with uh, somebody at a bar last night about oh. this exact thing, about like when you meet people, you put people in categories. I don't know. I put people in categories like real quick. I oh, can yeah. meet you and be like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Oh, You're here, here, here. Yeah. Like, and I have like zero attachment to people who are in certain categories, semi-attachment to others, and still not attachment until people, but then there's like potential category, you know, so you like put people there. And like, I ghost people that like, I don't, they're in a category that's like. You're a typecaster. Yeah, totally. I think we all are. I think like, yeah. I think people. Some people don't admit it, but I think that. I so is that what you were saying? Like there are people yeah. who are in. I think it's different for women because you're the ones that get approached, so you kind of get more of the. You're, you're, you're more sharp with that. You know what I mean? I don't think. I think girls don't do that. I think that's a guy thing. Guys do everything in categories. Like, don't you? When you meet girls, like, aren't you pretty like quick to determine if like? I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm really gray. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like she, she could. I feel like all yeah I'm like it should go it kind of depends the way she plays this like or the way I play it it's like I really don't know until I know like I don't know until it's already full played out like you guys didn't meet some girls that you're like you're like all right this 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 girl is wife potential this one is absolutely not there are some that are absolutely not um, I would say, okay, so for me, that would just be mean girl. Like, I don't really like mean people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, but but that also means I'm probably not going to be the friend. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I They kind of, it's all a big, yeah. I would say the only real uh, discernment I've ever made is like, okay, like, am I physically attracted or not? Mm, yeah, that, that's that a might, big one, yeah. That, that might be one. Okay. 
But that's about as deep as it goes. Okay. <laughs> like, that's, that's honestly true. Yeah, I think like the most genuine thing a dude can tell a girl on first meeting her is that I'm attracted to you and I want to know you. Yeah, that. Boom. Yeah. That's the most genuine thing yeah. a dude can tell you. Anything else yeah. is just yeah. Him running game. Yeah. 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 I, I watch how people tell me that I'm attractive. Hmm. I have a thing about it. Really? A, and I've talked about it on the show before. If somebody uses the word hot, I'm like X. Really? Like you've been X. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's so many other more nice. respectful words that you could use. And I'm like, if you're, and I, I'll give you maybe one. Mm-hmm. But if it's like two, three, yeah. I'm like, nah, you really? could. Really? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I know where yeah. their mind's at. Huh. But if people's used like. Huh? There is. That's what I'm saying. Is. But, and but, if, but, you're, if you're on a first date and you're constantly like, you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. Man, you're hot. I'm like, all right, we're good. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty sure. That's because you hear it so much. <laughs> no, so I just don't, no, I just don't. I yeah, just feel I like if you're a grown-up, yeah. you should have yeah, you a vocabulary. Can, uh, and if yeah, you don't have a vocabulary, the vocabulary, get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah. Sorry, I'm an asshole. That's okay. That's um, why I read. <laughs> I read a lot. Jenna, <laughs> what about you? I've ghosted one person, and it's because... I felt like he had a lot of emotional issues going mm. on. So it was more about, I felt immediately like I just had to protect myself from becoming too invested in whatever craziness he yeah. had going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, because those people will like latch onto you. And kind of what we were saying, it's almost like a safety thing. And it's not always just a physical safety thing. It's also like your emotional and mental safety where yeah. like yeah. somebody is going to constantly get into your zone yeah um talking about ghosting on kind of dating today uh we love to hear from you so if you have ghosting stories ghosted stories you are the ghoster the ghosty whatever you want to call it um send us your uh, thoughts and stories to kind of dating at gmail.com and make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get this okay so uh tips on how to deal with Ghosts, but being ghosted. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, first of all, take all of your attention off the person who ghosted you, mm-hmm. off the ghoster. Yeah. yeah. And put all the attention on yourself. That's first and foremost. Yeah. And see if you can learn something about yourself from that experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean something like just personality wise, but um, something in terms of what can make you feel and discover more peace, mm-hmm. love, and happiness on your own. Yeah. W- w- without outsourcing it to other people or other things. Like, yeah. That really is the only tip you mm-hmm. need. You know, and yeah. so it's generally it's your um, inability to stop that incessant compulsive thinking mm-hmm. that's leading you to continue focusing on the ghost. So question experience. is like a lot of people um, tend to do this and should they do this, which yeah. is like assert themselves when they're being ghosted. So replying back and being like, you, why would you ghost me? You <laughs> oh, know gosh. what I mean? Or like, yeah, I, why I, would you do this? Would what would you say? Generally, that's a technique that does not work very well. That's what I say. <laughs> if you're just wanting yeah. to get upset at somebody and because you want to get something off your chest, go ahead and do that. But you should expect probably either, um, no response or a negative response, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get a positive response. I mean, very rarely. Um, And if you do, it's going to be like a resentful one. Yeah. Um, So I would say that if you do want to call it the behavior, um, try not to do it that way. Yeah. Um, There's an acronym sometimes we use, which is called like, before you speak, think, Mm T-H-I-N-K, which is try to say what you're going to say, but say it in a true, only stick to what's true. So stick to the facts. Say it in a way that's helpful, Mm -hmm. inspiring, only say what's necessary, and say it in in the kindest way you possibly can. Mm -hmm. So you can always do it that way. The other way, I think, which is just a simplified version of that, is just simply checking in and saying, hey, how are you? Just just was thinking about you. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? Yeah. And if they don't respond again, like, let them live. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think you don't addressing people's like inadequacies or the things that you see wrong with them or their insecurities is generally not a good way to um, either build relationships mm-hmm. um, or to like reignite 
relationships of any kind. And it's certainly not going to make you feel better using yeah. the end. So that's yeah, just and my I, idea. I think like I get I get a lot of messages from people, and they'll send me like their text message threads. Um, uh, which I love, love seeing though. Uh, <laughs> Keep sending those to her. <laughs> and, you know, it, it'll be like, I was about to go on a first date with somebody and then they ghosted me before the first date. Yeah. And then they, they sent them a cuss out. Like, yeah, go in. you, who, who did you think you are? You're blah, 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 blah. And I'm always just like, and I reply back and I'm like, Hey, like, you know, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. Yeah. I would ask one, like, why are you so invested if it's a first date or second yeah. date to even respond to them? And two, to be honest with you, um, most people, I would say 90% of people know what they're doing. And so you doing that isn't calling him or her out on anything. It's just, like you said, getting something off your chest where the better boundary to set is in action. It's not in word. Mm -hmm. And the action that you could do is if they then try to reach back out to you in a shitty way or you're not having it. Yeah then you can just say, I'm not interested anymore. Sure. That's the boundary set. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to like, and, and, you know, an example is like, I, um, there was a guy, this is fucking years ago now. And, uh, cause I was trying to think of this episode. It was and, yesterday. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and he was, he was, uh, oh, he was like a manager at a bar and he asked me out and I was like, all right, sure. And so we were supposed to go out and that day, I, I mean, I'm a New Yorker, so I tend to have backup plans for everything. Yeah. And so, I was like, all right, and I have a cutoff point. So I'm like, if by this time I don't hear, then I'm going with my other plan. And so the day came, and I didn't hear from that point, and I met somebody else that mm -hmm. I was supposed to be with. So I, I hung out with this other person, and then he texts me and was like, oh, shit, like that night, but later. We were supposed to meet at 8. He texts me at like 9-something being like, oh, just got out of work, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, cool, you could have could have yeah. told me that and I just literally I didn't say anything I was yeah. just like oh that's uh, I'm, I was like oh cool that you had a long totally. day I'm sorry about that you yeah. know could have told me that like yeah earlier I, in the day I sure. made other plans I that's love, it I didn't even get upset I was just like I made other plans I love that and to be honest with you I've had probably the best experiences of my life like out of the blue or out of mm -hmm. thin air when my like originally scheduled plans didn't yeah, work out exactly Almost always yeah like, I find myself oh, like, oh wow I'm at the sushi restaurant wow yeah. it's a great sushi restaurant let me order some drinks let me order some food next thing I know it's like the best night ever mm -hmm. and I'm like thank god they didn't and it's not totally against it. so so and that person felt stupid on their own like when I, when yeah, I kept going right. back and would like yeah. avoid eye contact I was, like, I was like I was the nicest person to you I didn't even say anything yeah. I was yeah. just like hey sorry that sucks wish you told me earlier totally I was like bye yeah yeah it's all good <laughs> I mean it. I don't think people kind of forget it's kind of easy to forget particularly when you're caught up in the emotion that if you send that angry resentful upset mm -hmm. sad whatever text it is that you're going to send that from a place of like emotional like irregulation um, or unregulation that you're going to actually just confirm if they have any negative thoughts about you, you're just going to confirm what they're thinking. Yeah. So if it's like, doesn't, so that's part of the challenge because you people do send the text. Yeah. Even if you do it over the phone, all of your, whatever you're feeling on the inside comes through in all your micro expressions. Mm -hmm. You can't really hide it very well. Even if you're the best actor, they still come through. Mm -hmm. So it's like just generally, I would say bad practice yeah. um, to do it that way. And so um, I love what you did. I mean, if you get ghosted, like enjoy yourself, enjoy the night, control what you control. Yeah. It's, it's especially important to control the one thing you can control when other people and other things aren't going the way you had planned. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So control the one thing you now have control of, which is what you're thinking and feeling and where you're focusing, like to continue to try to control something that's uncontrollable is yeah. madness. Yeah. And like, yeah, like you said, I mean, you, you never know, uh, what, what the lack or whatever of yeah, one opportunity know. will open up another door. And, you know, I always tell people like if somebody shows, I mean, that's not me. 
the Maya Angelou quote that we talk about on the show a lot, which is if somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. But it's also just like, I'm always like, why do people get upset with the truth? Like if somebody, if somebody isn't available for you in the way that you need, that's the only truth you need to know. Why are you trying to force it? I'm like, I would just be like, cool. I'm so lucky. I know now. But you're also so much more deeply in touch with like that infinite, eternal, like source or bank of like love and happiness and joy that's inside of you, Natasha. And Mm -hmm. I know that when I was younger, I was not in touch with that. So I would tend to project what I was feeling and thinking onto other people and Mm -hmm. then have expectations for how they should live their life. Even if it involves, you know what I mean? And, but as you get older, you realize that that's a really poor plan or poor recipe for happiness. So, um, I mean, look, and I'm telling I'm saying this as the person who, uh, and I'm, I'm only talking about this if you're being ghosted and there is no real relationship. I've been in an actual relationship, like where the guy's like living with me and he's disappeared on me for two weeks. And I'm like, where the fuck did you go? And that's fucking traumatic. And like, because that I think is disrespectful. You know, if you're a real relationship with somebody, I was with somebody else. Like I understand like being the other person who was constantly messaging them, being like, where the fuck are you? What the fuck? Don't do this. And you're realizing Nothing you say can teach the other person because they are in their own shit. You cannot teach them. All you can do is change your action. You have you. I mean, it sounds like like it's it's more than a popular trope, but it sounds but it is a Mm. but it sounds like a popular trope, which is just being the change that you want to see in other people. Like that's the best thing you can do is just like teaching through your shining living example. Yeah, like by you doing it the way you want it done to you. Yeah, and it's like. You're absolutely right about that. There's another expression I love, which is like experience is the only explanation. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody doesn't get it, maybe the first time you've told them, trying to explain it to them over and over again is just annoying. Yes. And it's unhelpful. Mm -hmm. And it's actually probably making the relationship more and more challenging Mm -hmm. and um, unhealthy. And so the best thing you can do is just live the truth that you feel you know, inspired to live mm-hmm. and let everybody else get up to speed with that or get out of the way. It's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. And and for, for listeners out there who might be going through, you know, because we're giving the options of like the relationship that you, you just met them and it's your first few yeah. dates. Okay, fuck them if they're ghosting you. If you're in a real relationship and they're ghosting you, well, that's a serious issue and you got to talk about it and whatever it is, but also not in, in that way that I, I remember doing, which was even yelling and trying to teach them and setting a boundary. But then there's also the relationships that like I hear about of people who are with somebody and they, it was amazing for like two months and then they ghosted them for like two weeks and then they come back and then they're amazing for like two, three months and then they ghosted them yeah. again. And for those ones, I think people should go back and listen to the episode on the 20 date experiment. Oh. We had something on the show where a, a girlfriend of mine talked about like a, like how the stats course taught her about because she's in like a master's in psychology also and said like use these 20 date experiment as like go on 20 dates with somebody and see the outliers if there's one outlier it's probably an anomaly and that's okay but if it's two to three outliers of the same behavior then that's a pattern yeah. and so I have a three time rule so it's like if somebody does the same pattern of behavior that I, it doesn't work for me yeah. three times and I've tried to address it or whatever um, I'm like, that's yeah. it. That's a pattern. And I'm I think that's it. fair. What, what's it a good example of that kind of behavior? What's the behavior that, um, I mean, for, like? for this one, it's like ghosting. If somebody mm. like disappears on you and you're, you know, you, but they're amazing for two months and then they do that and then yeah. they're amazing and then they do that. But that, that like hot yes. coldness is a the mental mind fuck. And it's not, you know, and if you don't like that and they did it once, okay, fine. You had a traumatic yeah. shit happen in your life once. All right. Two months later, another traumatic shit. <laughs> yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, you got to set a boundary. It's such a good point. And I, I do strongly believe that, like, the way relationships begin is the way they end. Mm-hmm. Right? Generally speaking. I believe so that, like, too. Yeah. yeah. So, that's, it's a, you're right. And 
one time, two times, something happens, three times is yeah. a good, um, you know, uh, use a good litmus test for the way it's probably yeah. going to continue. Yeah. You know, people generally don't change um, all that quickly yeah. if at all. And when they do, they often change when you don't want them to change. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can kind of assume that if they've done it three times, they'll probably do it 30. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think like um, what you said earlier, you know, of of not attaching your sense of self to somebody else is really, really, really important. Everything. You know, yeah. Yeah. Because all of life will constantly be changing around you. It's always changing. And you can't have your sense of self attached to all these things outside. Totally. I mean, because... Look, so if you play this thing all the way out, this life thing, like this dating relationship thing Mm -hmm. all the way out, like everybody in your life that you do or do not know at some point will ghost you. And we call that death. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So that, so all of this stuff is preparation kind of in a way for that experience. Mm -hmm. So if you can begin to use that for that experience, um, you know, I think not only will you enjoy the dating and relationship like experience all that much more and you'll be a sort of quote unquote better at it. But you'll also find greater peace, love, and happiness even as the people in your life move on or make mm-hmm. their transition because you ultimately really can't control that piece, yeah. right? I yep. mean, so even the person you love the most who wants to stay with you forever, even that person at some point in time Has is going to make a transition. Yeah. And so, you know, all of this at the end of the day is really about discovering that nothing is ever lost. Yeah. You, know, you don't lose anything. Mm-hmm. You don't, even when that person walks away or out of your life, you don't have to lose anything. In fact, sometimes in some ways you can gain something mm-hmm. if you look inside. Yeah. So... Yeah. No, very true. Before we go, though, I do. I did. No, no, that was awesome. That was perfect. Uh, Before we go, though, I still want to talk about the people who are about to ghost somebody, or maybe you're ghosting them right now. Oh, yeah. You know, can we? Is there anything for them to think about? Yeah, I mean, it's such a great question, and um, I want to hear your thoughts too. But like, I would say that um, you can share anything you want to share that you need to share with people, um, and you just got to find the right words to do it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so like. Definitely, I would say when in doubt, always better to communicate or over communicate than not communicate. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it's really sad. People are really hurt, obviously, yeah. um, when you ghost them. And so, um, even in my life, I can say that without question, I, I wish I would have told people that I how I felt about them in a positive way, mm-hmm. and I let them know that I cared about them and that it wasn't about them, or maybe if it was about them, that I was able to find a way to massage it and say in a way mm-hmm. that they could receive and that was uplifting and inspiring to them. Yeah. Um, because, and that's always a possibility. But to be honest with you, most folks that are ghosting or being ghosted are, if they're upset about it, they're not in a place where they can either say that well or receive yeah. it well. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a real like catch 22. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would try to say that like people just try to think about why they're ghosting and, and again, if it comes down to, look, part of life is also like every every moment is a challenge and you can either face the challenge or you can um, ignore the challenge, but I guarantee you the challenge will come back. So you might as well just handle it now. Yeah. And when you do it once, twice, and you tell people how you honestly feel, I, when I've done it 99% of the time, they have always understood. And I've said every possible honest answer to people. I've been like, hey, you know what? I told somebody a couple months ago where I was just like, there's just chemistry. There's no actual compatibility. Yeah. And and I was like, I could want to fuck you, but yeah. I'm not going to want anything yeah. else. Yeah. And there's no point in this. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, well, okay. And then he was like, well, what makes us unco- like incompatible? And so so I explained that. And I said, I was like, you want the truth? He goes, yeah. And I said, okay, here are the things. And, and then he was like, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for letting me know. And I was like, uh-huh. cool. Like you just, if you're honest with people, or sometimes you're just, you don't feel a vibe. That happens a lot in dating. Like you go on first dates and then you're like, totally, you're so nice. 
but I don't know what I, I yeah. don't feel more. Yeah. And that, that's wow. okay, too, to tell people, hey, I just didn't feel a connection. I didn't yeah. feel the extra vibe. I just use the word vibe. That's yeah, a simple, that's simple yeah. word to use. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, trying to understand why you're feeling the way you are and then maybe um, facing it head on so that – because you talk a lot about happiness, right? And yeah. the world needs more happy people. Yeah. And every interaction we have, we have an opportunity to make somebody better or worse, make somebody's spirit better or worse. Totally. And if we have a moment that we can make somebody's spirit a little better by facing it and being honest with them, yeah. do it. Totally. You know, yeah. but there are times, and I understand we can forgive ourselves if we can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's commendable. It's so commendable that you're that, that you're really good at being direct that way. I think it's taken me more time to process what mm-hmm. I think and what I feel. And then when I come out on the other side with what I feel is like this really clear, concise point, then it takes me some time to massage it so mm-hmm. that I feel comfortable enough sharing it with the other person. And um, so I think that's one part of the ghosting thing, too, is this, that it takes, and you mentioned it earlier, yeah. um, different people, different amounts of time to sort of process information and communicate it and all that. Totally. But you, And you're absolutely right, though. It's amazing. It's like anything else that the fear of sharing what you really feel mm-hmm. is much greater in your mind than it is in reality. Like most things in life, like life is a lot scarier in our heads than it is in reality almost with everything. Oh my gosh, right? yeah. Like I remember at some point in my, like a couple, uh, too long ago to to to, 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 to shout out, but I remember a time when I was working a consulting job and I was so afraid I was going to lose my job and lose my car and lose all these things. And at some point, basically all that happened. And I was like, oh my God, this happened. And then when I looked at it, like objectively, and it was in the moment, I was like, this is it? Like, I'm not going to die? Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to worry about any bills to pay. Like, it was, I suddenly was like, wow, my, our minds make up stories about things we should fear in life. When we face them in reality, they're really completely manageable. And sometimes mm-hmm. even, they're sometimes just blessings in disguise, right? Totally. So, yeah, I think um, you're absolutely right about that. That's great. Yeah. Point. No, that was that was an yeah. awesome point, too. Um, so, guys, uh, I guess the overall is uh, we all ghost. You've probably done it. Yeah. I've We've definitely yeah. done it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, think about think about why and, and don't make it about the other person yeah. who's ghosting you. It's totally about you and, and your sense of self yeah, you can't can, come from anywhere else. Totally. And you could be honest but loving. Yes. That's the key. And if, yeah. And if, it's, if you're going to be honest and just be honest and you can't be loving too, mm-hmm. I would say be careful of that. Yeah. You know, let's, let's couch the, the honesty and love. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, we're done talking about ghosting, but you're not done. I'm not done. You are not oh, done. Okay. We're, we're doing six questions with Rob Mack. This yes. is our uh, dating version of the Bernard Pivot questionnaire made famous on Inside the Actor's Studio, but this yes. is our original dating version of it. Okay, so sure. we're going to ask you six questions. You give whatever is your uh, response to it, however you perceive it, and I'm not going to be saying anything okay to she's just silently judging yeah i'm just like mm-hmm. <laughs> she'll be judging no no, no not at all <laughs> i i love these like it's it's such great answers from people so rob here yes. are your six questions okay what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner energy what is your one deal breaker uh unkindness or meanness mm-hmm. i suppose what turns you Judge- on um non-judgment yeah, like a really open mind, open heart. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what is one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Um, I would say that one of my strengths is I give freedom. One of my weaknesses from the perception of women <laughs> probably would be that I need lots of freedom. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of I, I, I understand that. I do unto others as I want them to do unto me, but that doesn't always mean that people want that done unto them. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. A little confusing, but yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Um, a lot of times people's strengths and weaknesses you notice are like the same-ish thing, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. Um, what is love? Felt oneness with life mm. itself. Yeah. So it's, um, and I'd also say it's just who you are. Like, so without, um, without any story at all, without any thoughts at all, you're just pure love. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, last question. Yeah. Besides, I love you. What three words would you want your partner to tell you? Mm. I am happy. Hey, yes. nice. Uh, that was great. Yes. Couple every now and then that thoughts the mind works, but then mostly it's just <laughs> no. <laughs> sleeping. it's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show uh, today. Uh, how can people find you on socials? Oh yeah, so um, my website is at coachrobmack.com, and on all social media sites, I'm at Rob Mac Official. Nice. Um, friends, we are also on social media at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Twitter, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Make sure you follow us. Follow Rob. Um, thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you could take a few seconds and review us on iTunes, five stars only, Uber style, five stars. Um, we'd really appreciate it. Or uh, subscribe to our podcast below on YouTube. Um once again, we love hearing from you. Give us, uh, share your, your stories and thoughts to kind of dating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is produced by myself and Eric Griffin, who's also our audio engineer. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden, and our show assistant is Jenna Rubin. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and Kay Daniel Ellis.